When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great week. Uh, here at Sustainable Success, we're all about where wellness and wealth come together, where we can experience true prosperity at another level. If you're new to Sustainable Success, you can visit us at our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests that we've had over the years where you could pick up information and wisdom that you could apply to any aspect of your business as well as your personal life. Again, check us out at Sustainable Success 2017. Today's show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process, but also helping to build interdependent family structures in terms of behavioral modification, communication, and leadership in the homes. When you can build interdependent family structures, it leads to interdependent communities and interdependent business. Again, check the Empowered Fathers in Action at efamovement.org efamovement.org. And again, this organization is doing some wonderful things. Feel free to get involved in any way you possibly can. Today's show, we're going to be discussing the emotional laws of success. And today's guest that we have is Harrison Klein. And Harrison is the CEO of the World Leadership Academy. He has 16 years as an educator, three years as a movie producer, three years as a financial director, and 22 years as a spiritual entrepreneur. Mystical experiences in his life in his 20s changed the qualities of life. And now he also is an author, teacher, speaker, and also, again, seeks to uh, enlighten people on higher consciousness and metaphysical wisdom. And without further ado, we welcome Harrison Klein to the show. Harrison, how are you doing today? I am doing sensational, wonderful, terrific, amazing, phenomenal, outstanding, Chris. How are you doing? Uh, awesome. Well, Harrison, <laughs> I've spent, we, you and I have spent a lot of time together, and it is such a joy to have you on the show. I mean, your your wisdom is just always spot on, and, you know, I've just enjoyed, uh, you know, the conversations that we've had, including the posts that you and I share quite frequently on social media you know, but I wanted to get into, you know, the emotional laws of success because we have a lot of people here at Sustainable Success that, you know, you know, success means different things to different people, right? We have people working for companies, we sure. have people working in for charities, you know, for certain causes important to them and of course, you know, entrepreneurs. But when it comes to success, it's a process. And obviously with the process, there's going to require we have to have some emotional conditioning. And, and I, you know, this is where I, you know, we, you can enlighten us here today about the emotional laws of success. Can you just briefly define what that is? And we can kind of get into kind of the meat and potatoes of certain things that people could take away from your discussion today that could help them in their business and personal life. <clears throat> of course. Well, you know, most of us, uh, we're, we live in a very fast changing business environment right now and in in personal environment. And, and 
many of us have not mastered all the challenges necessary for new technology and business models and you know the ever evolving demands of every single person out there and out here and and the most important skill uh, for the future is the ability to learn and the ability to control and self-manage ourselves. I mean, you know, there's so many biases out there against failure and inaction, and these things are endemic to organizations and, you know, and uh, um, skill development. And, and, you know, leaders have to change both culture and uh, tactics. And the major, most important thing that we have to do in order to create a sustainable uh, ability to succeed onwardly is uh, to be able to control our emotions, to be able to uh, use the the power and the energy that's in emotional construction uh, to in order to discipline ourselves, in order to blueprint ourselves, in order to understand things, in order to empathize with others, to you know. Um, Get into the, get into the you know strength of being a leader, being a, a creator of of all different sorts in whatever field you're in, and you know most of us get hacked, uh, get emotionally hacked when we're young in one form or another. We get emotionally hacked by parents, by media, by teachers, by all kinds of things, and and hijacked away from our true selves and away from the the intensity of what is you know it is that we can contribute so what we're trying to do is to help people get the the correct um, connection to their emotions so that they can you know radically change in the coming years to for their learning muscles to grow for their for their joy muscles to grow I mean most of us get hacked get the joy hacked out of us at a very hijacked out of us at a very young age and uh, you know create physical symptoms about all that and so on and so forth and then and then the the objective for us in terms of emotional laws of success is to how would you like to train your brain, you know, to do what you want to have done. And that's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to, you know, uh, discuss in any way you want, Chris. And, you know, it's a really important work because, you know, anyone who doesn't have good control over their emotions can't control money. They can't control life. They can't control relationships. They can't control, you know, uh, where they want to go and, and, and achieve their goals. So I, I fully agree, Harrison. It's so true because, I mean, I look at what you're talking about the emotional laws of success as the foundation, right? And a foundation has to be solidified. It has to be, you know, there, it takes time to, you know, build it right because everything you're going to build upon it has to, you know, have that solid foundation. So talk about, you know, why this is so important. Again, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, maybe before we start, like, what are some of the things that could be limiting people? Like, you know, some of the, the negative emotions that people operate each and every day that hold them back, you know, it, 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 you know, as a way to keep them aware that, hey, that's why you're experiencing these negative emotions, because there's something holding you back that it hasn't been addressed. Well, first thing is that research shows us that uh, only about 36 percent of the people are able to identify their emotions as they're happening. This is, 
you know, humongous because, you know, even in the business world where it's so important to be in control for what you do and what you want to share with people that it it becomes a very, very endemic thing and, and robs us of a lot of different things. So, you know, most of us, you know, don't really have the... Um, you know, the emotional range to change our emotions on a dime or to uh, address, you know, ourselves in, in terms of, you know, what's happening in self-awareness when we talk about, you know, only 36% being, you know, emotionally um, uh, aware of things. So, you know, we have to deal with, you know, the, the things that rob us of our ability to be pleasant, cheerful, you know, deal with disruptions, deal with um, difficulties, deal with, uh, um, you know, any kind of uh, crisis that comes up. I mean, uh, I think Kurt Vonnegut said that love is being calm in the midst of chaos. <laughs> so, uh, so that's just one thing. But, you know, we, we all experience conditions on a daily basis of different things that we believe are happening to us. And the primary uh, um, kind of paradigm for most people is that things happen to them. They go through their lives and they, they put in their contributions here and there. But, but things happen outside of their control. And, and it's absolutely true. Things do happen outside of our control. But what's important is how we respond to what happens outside of our control. And we are in control of that. And that is an emotional process. The emotional process at the, at the core of its discipline and, and and definition is the ability to love and, and produce joy. So, you know, what's inside of us is more important than what's outside of us because what's inside of us actually determines our destinies in every way, shape, or form in all the eight different areas of life. So as we as we come through the process of what what blocks us, everything that blocks us from getting what we want or being who we want to be is emotional by nature. It is someplace where we have at some point or other uh, created a stuckness in our emotions. We have a traumatic experience, bam, we have an emotion associated with, with that traumatic experience and all future experiences of similar types you know, the, the subconscious will bring up and say, this is like that, and then gives you the same protection by shutting you down with your emotions and not, not allowing emotions to flow through you so you can process things. And so you begin to act on rote as opposed to acting on what is in the moment. So we get taken out of that process. So the emotional the emotional situation is very different also for men and women. Men have a different sort of self-awareness and women have a greater social awareness and their emotions are in, invested in those two different things at a much higher degree than the other, than their counterparts. So, you know, we our, our emotions that block us are, you know, are the place that, that keep the experience of what we want to have happen happening. So, you know, there's a million different ways to address that. Some people address it through strategy. Some people address it through tactics. Some people address it through force. Some people address it through, you know, intensity or whatever. But uh, the truth of the matter is, 
every every way that you can address where you want to go has an emotional base to it. And if you don't get control or you don't get connected to what your true emotion is on something, you can't act effectively. And CEOs are uh, and you know high level executives often are. Um, score the lowest on this kind of intelligence tests you know so they have ramping rampaging emotions within them and they you know they they act on on things that you know in a logical manner that are you know different than what the emotional content of who they are are and so that causes physical problems that causes mental problems that causes you know um symptoms like a you know heavy adrenaline heavy adrenal output and then disease of different sources and so on and so forth am i on the right track for what you asked no absolutely i mean like you said i mean this is an inside job i mean so many of us that are experiencing stagnation or lack of self-esteem or confidence or whatever the case may be that might be holding us back or we're experiencing it through any variety of negative emotions like anger shame guilt jealousy envy any all combination that. there. Yeah, all of the above. You know, talk about, again, why we're, we're, as a society or people, we're so conditioned to think that the solution to that experience is outside of us. We're looking for the quick fix. We're looking for something to manage the problem that, versus going inside to solve it internally and then to create the solution from within. Okay, I'm a little radical on this situation. You know, I believe that we are, you know, conditioned by media, by parents, by teachers, by uh, all the things around us. And sometimes that conditioning from the media and from other places of power are deliberate and, and they are controlling. And so they condition us to have different opinions and, and cognitive biases about a whole bunch of number about a whole bunch of things. For example, if you listen to any of the 50 top news stations in the, in the world, every single one of them has a cognitive bias about something. If you listen to anyone for two weeks, you'll end up hating some other group of people. <laughs> so, um, you know, we, we need to come into the place of making ourselves an expert on who we are because the growth mindset is what actually matters. So we have to take control of our ability to learn. We have to take control of our ability when life throws us a curve. We have to cope with stress and, we, and learn new things. And, you know, all of the, uh, the societal inputs that we receive are oftentimes, you know, something that keeps us from from our highest uh, ability to be ourselves, not our highest ability to create potential but uh, and create our potential, but our ability to be ourselves, which is fulfillment, which is the most important thing that a human being can do, because once you're fulfilled, you get the best grades, you go to the best schools, you go to the highest, you have the highest contribution, you become a leader in your industry, you know, you, you deal with the constant flux of what goes on in the, in the emerging technologies and the new business models and uh, consumer behaviors and, and all kinds of things and, and all these things are are increasing at an ever uh, ever a quicker pace you know and, and creating a special a special 
demands on our emotions and, and, and our families and our behaviors and our, you know, operating our internal operating systems. And so the ability to learn through your emotions has to uh, come to a sustainable uh, and be a sustainable competitive advantage for you to be able to, you know, keep up with the extreme changing pace of things going on right now. So as I scan the horizons, you know, for who we are and what we're doing as a species and as a country and as a race and and so on and so forth, what happens is the biggest problems we have is that we create negative emotional charges on things. And we do that because we're taught to do that. You know, we, you know, a child, when they get anger, angry or frustrated, they are, they absolutely show it immediately and then they get over it moments later or, you know, whatever. But if we sustain that and we, you know, we, uh, uh, as parents or as parents, uh, you know, want to control the behavior of a child, they, they foister guilt upon him, they foister shame upon him, they foister, you know, different things that react to the negative emotions much more strongly than the positive emotions. And what really happens is that, you know, our subconscious is in control of our behavior more so than our consciousness. And so um, the subconscious is most appropriately and most, you know, sensationally and most amazingly um, affected by the level and intensity of the emotions we have. So when we have a traumatic experience, that's much more programmable through our subconscious or our, our subconscious accepts that as a program much more so than, uh, you know, whether or not, uh, um, uh, you know, we, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we normally process things. So, mm. so it's really important to, that we get into that space. To- no, I, I agree. I, I think this is powerful stuff, uh, Harrison. And, you know, and I want to get into more into this uh, when we come back after the break, we're going to have to go to break here very shortly again, but, you know, I agree a hundred percent what you're saying here. I mean, you know, this is all about, it's our responsibility, it's our accountability, no matter what has happened to us in the past or in our childhood, but it, it is an inside job, not an outside in uh, type of thing. So I want to get into more of the, the emotional laws when we get back. Again, you're uh, you're listening here to uh, Harrison Klein. Again, we're, if you're just joining us, we're discussing the emotional laws of success we're going in to kind of to kind of kind of paint a picture of what this is. Uh, please join us here in the second segment because we're going to get into a deep dive about this when we come back after the break. Again, you're listening to Harrison Klein. He is the CEO of World Leadership Academy, the Emotional Laws of Success. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. 
You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, we're here with Harrison Klein. He's the CEO of World Leadership Academy. Again, we're discussing the emotional laws of success. If you're just joining us again, you can listen to this show in its entirety on the Voice American Influencers channel or on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017 later today. The show will be on demand. And, of course, we encourage you to listen because Harrison had dropped a lot of wisdom here in the first segment. So, again, feel free to join us where you're at. Again, we got more to come here with Harrison. So, Harrison, we had just briefly kind of made the introduction about, you know, the process or about the emotional laws of success. Let's kind of get into kind of a deeper dive about, you know, the strategies, the, 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 the tactics, so to speak, how one can really start to not only have awareness, but begin to implement these laws for better living, better success in business and so forth. Yeah, most most people who are who teach success principles, they they focus a lot on, you know, um, focusing on the positive and focusing on what you want, and you know they they begin to uh, teach you how to visualize it and a number of other different things. But the the basis of of having anything actually happen, which comes out of you, because it, because there is everything comes out of you as opposed to you being affected by what's out there. And if we understand the laws of quantum, you know, science has already proven that the world is simply a reflection of what we are, who we are internally. And there is no real out there. There's only an in in here. Just like you know, what we're seeing isn't actually something that's that's there. It's 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 the way your brain and interprets light on the on your eyeballs so you know it's an internal process so the first thing that that you know i want to do that's radically different than the way most people teach success basically is that we have to understand how things emerge and and to do that we begin to dive into the uh, laws of quantum physics and what is quantum physics most people you know some people can answer that but most people can't but what what we what we call quantum physics is really the study of the subatomic behavior and subatomic behavior which is below the the level of the atom the electrons the photons the positrons all those other things that exist at beneath the ability to perceive most of the time except by incredibly sensitive instruments um 
is really the the study of subatomic physics is really the study of spirit, if you will. It's the study of the behavior of spirit. So this is where everything in the world emerges from, everything that exists, all the universe emerges from this zero-point field of quantum. And quantum is a space that is pure intelligence and energy. And if once we begin to understand how things emerge out of the energetic field, how things are created through the thoughts and images of our mind, being instructions to our subconscious in order to make things happen as we begin to understand how quantum works what happens is that we this is the first way to knowing how to make our way in the world in in an incredibly effective way wealth is created by particular kinds of visions and and um, the desire and the emotional capacity to impact vast numbers of people so you know, as we come into quantum, we begin to understand that, you know, there are laws that affect the way we experience things. And the basic laws for us for success have to do with, you know, what our thoughts and what our images are as a mindset. We'll talk about strategies in a moment. But what we need to understand is that once we begin to address what our thoughts are and become monitors of the way we think and the things we see in our minds, we begin to understand that those are the blueprints that our subconscious uses to create our reality. Really, really important law to understand that the thoughts and images uh, of our minds are what creates our reality. Second thing is that once we begin to understand that that is the case, now we begin to become deliberate about what we put into our mind as thoughts and images. And as we become deliberate, we actually have a greater control over what externally happens to us. And uh, the first thing we do is we realize that we have to have a particular kind of discipline in order to sustain things. And, you know, you're big on sustainability. I know, Chris, and I know that, you know, um, discipline is a big part of what we do. And it's a big part of success because habits create success. But you can't have a habit until you're emotionally connected to it because it will it'll always peter out if you're not emotionally connected to the habit. So the second law of success is the law of discipline. And that is the law of connecting or linking what is important to you to your to an emotion and to a positive emotion at that, you know, like an, an emotion of joy. The, the happier you are about your money, the happier you are about success, the, the more joy you put into creating a project, you know, the more energy that carries and communicates with all other beings continuously. They get that. Whether or not they get it consciously or subconsciously, they get it. And when you have high uh, levels of joy and and positive thoughts and emotions around something, that transfers in a communicative process to the people we are targeting our transmissions toward or our communications toward. We then have to begin to understand how that all that works. So that becomes a, a, a point of self-awareness. So the second, the next law is self-awareness. As we come into self-awareness, we begin to see and be, we, we're very, very, accurate about um, paying attention to how we talk to ourselves. We're accurate about paying attention to, uh, you know, what our validity is in in terms of our self-talk and in terms of what our self-images are. And we understand that there's such a thing as 
cause and effect. You can call it karma, you can call it what goes around, comes around, you can call it as you sow, so shall you reap, whatever you want to call it. But it is the law of cause and effect, which is that as we, you know, infuse particular thoughts and images and actions with emotion, those are the things that, that come into manifested ability, into physical space, into the real experience of what we call our realities. And so this is another word for karma as well. So the, the, the laws of karma are a very important part of, of you know, if then so shall you reap if 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 this then you'll you'll experience that so the laws of karma and especially in our third dimensional world are the way they're the, the newtonian model of physics and it is that the the experience of matter and spirit and as we connect matter and spirit um and realize that spirit and matter are really the same things which are not the way that we've been trained and it's really an old model of how things are before we learned uh, quantum but it still works for the way we experience things as we as we you know um as we uh, immerse ourselves into this, as you sow, so shall you reap, meaning yeah. what you decide, you know, you do, you'll, you will experience the effects of what you you set into motion as a cause. The most important part of that is the next law, which is the I am principles. The words I am are the governance of energy. So um, every time you pay, you attach anything to the words I am, I am happy, I am depressed, I am good, I am bad, I am you know a successful person, I am a, a, an angry person, I am a great doctor, I am a great lawyer, I am a you know shitty housewife or whatever it is you want to you know. Uh, use the words I am as a preface for that actually, that actually, you know, uh, governs the energy of where your experience will go. So when you say I am depressed, if you notice that for the people who are listening, you'll notice that there's a heaviness that comes upon your body. You, You will, you will feel sensitively or not, you'll feel a wave of you know, heaviness. When you say, I am happy and joyful, you'll find that your body has a lighter experience to that. Now, imagine if you could extend that and blow that up a hundred times, uh, you know, a day, and you could feel at a much higher, happier rate continuously. Would your work not be better? Absolutely. Would your relationships not be better? Absolutely. Would the things that you do not have more precision? Absolutely, because you're not blocking anything in the happy state. You're not blocking anything in the joyful state. You're only blocking things when you're in the heavy state. You become sluggish, so things can't pass through you. So conditions are a very important part of our emotional state or our reactions to conditions. But actually, the truth of the matter is conditions don't exist outside of your emotions. So... The first thing that we have to understand is how emotions are formed. Emotions are formed first by thoughts. Emotions are bodily, our body reactions to thoughts. Emotions mean energy in motion. So they are exactly correspondent to our thoughts. So when we are thinking very angrily or negatively or whatever the case may be, you know, we are experiencing that as, um, as, 
a physical response in our bodies. And when we think of joyful things and positive things, we experience our bodies as being more weightless, more light, more you know, responsive to things. Uh, so the self-awareness comes from how you infuse emotion into what you do, the thoughts and images of your mind. Again, this is critical and it's foundational. Um, discipline has to do with emotional inspiration. So, you know, as you become more inspired, your self-control goes up. You become spontaneously uh, available and, and, and able to to and, and desirable of doing what you want to do as you're inspired you know nobody has to tell you to get up in the morning and you know do something you love to do whether it's gardening play basketball play video games play you know um you know teach or or drive or whatever the case may be nobody has to discipline you to do that you discipline yourself and you do that because your emotions are in joy around all those things so you become the more you emotionally infuse positive you know things into the way you feel about any of your thoughts or your tasks or your or your disciplines the greater becomes your ability to spontaneously be good at those things the next law has to do with empathy and so you know um that is, empathy has to do with our relationships. So we seek feedback. We all seek feedback from other people. And as we seek feedback from other people, you know, or we notice other people's emotions about us, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, or ugly, or whatever the case may be, um, that uh, feedback is really the key to how we in connect with other people and how we influence them, how we impact them and how we get what we want because every everything that we want has to come through some other person and the only the best way that it comes through something something else or some other person is that we make other people feel good. And as we make other people feel good, you know, in terms of whatever the the uh, parameters of what you're trying to get are, you know, the greater becomes your ability to get it. So, um, all great things come from being able to make people either feel good or bad. And the bad part, you know, uh, controls how people respond. The good part controls how you ex- experience your own self uh, um, ex- um, events. So, and then the the next law would be would be to become vulnerable and open to share your vision, share your strategy. So the t- the basic strategy of becoming emotionally and the law of of, of emotion um, that becomes significant when it comes to doing success of any sort is to share your vision, to share your strategy, your tactics, your mindset, your plans, your future, your apprehensions, your clear expectations. As you go through that process, you become really connected to other people because they know that you are in touch with your emotions and that makes you a leader. That makes you significantly you know, ahead of the pack. It gives you an advantage and sets you out in front of the pack. And those are the ideas in in brief, basically. You know, we, we use our curiosity and our challenges, uh, shifting our focus from, you know, what keeps us back to the benefits in a good way to increase our aspirations to do initially, you know, whatever it is we want to deal with appealingly or unappealingly. And uh, 
that's the uh, most important part of our desire is to what we can generate emotionally around the things that we want to have happen. Are we are we on track, Chris? We are on track. We yeah, we got about uh, just about a, just a few minutes before our break, less than a few minutes. So yeah, if you want to just keep uh, going through those laws, that's great, and we can always carry uh, forward after the break. Okay. Well, there are so just, you know so we got about a, we just got about a mi- just about a minute r- roughly. All right. So you know the objective is to see you know. In terms of the emotional laws of success, you have to give emotion to the big picture that you want to have happen. The journey is being able to emotionally control yourself uh, toward what you want to have happen because, you know, too many people get frustrated, they get angry, they give up too easily, and that's because they, they can't sustain a high-level positive emotion toward what they want. So if you know that you have to continuously generate positive emotion or, you know, happiness or joy or, you know, um, uh, really uh, intelligence toward your, the big picture of what you want, you know, you will come back to that process continuously. And, you know, so first thing you have to be aware of it. You have to be aware of what yourself is and what your thoughts are around it. So the next thing is yep. we have to understand what, you, what yep. you know, the laws look like. The laws look like, you know, they look like, um, cheerful personality. They look yeah. like positive. You know, they look like positive connection and relationship so, with people. So, Harrison, I want to. I want to elaborate. I want to finish up that point right after our break because we have to go to break here again. These. This is incredible information that you are hearing here from Harrison Klein again, CEO of World Leadership Academy. Take note to listen to this show in its entirety later today. Powerful information. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. 
Well, welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, uh, we're talking about the emotional laws of success, and we are just getting a wealth of wisdom here from Harrison Klein, CEO of World Leadership Academy. Again, we highly encourage those that are joining us just now or, again, to listen to the show in its entirety on demand, which will be later today here at the Voice American Influencers Channel, also at iTunes, and, of course, at our Sustainable Success 2017 Facebook page. So, Harrison, we were just kind of like sharing some of the different laws of the emotional laws for success. You know, if we want to kind of like maybe elaborate further, you know, maybe, you know, where we left off, and then I kind of want to get into how people can, you know, people have different strategies, different skills, and, you know, different values and beliefs in terms, or in this case, values and principles about themselves, and how they can apply this to their own true selves. Okay, uh, you know, um, it's really important to have strategies on how you're going to deal with the things that come down the pike. We all have challenges. We all have, you know, all kinds of amazing things that happen to us, good, bad, and indifferent, and challenges. But it's all in how we respond to those things. So what self-awareness, we have to understand what self-awareness looks like. And so self-awareness basically you know, um, really is the fact that we manage our emotions and they don't manage us. So most of us have this knee-jerk reaction to a lot of things that happen to us. You know, somebody says something negative, somebody does something that, you know, affects you in a negative way or your family or some sort of a threat comes up in some way. And, you know, um, it's a, it's a difficult thing. So self-awareness looks like you managing your emotions. It looks like stopping, you know, for a moment before you have this knee-jerk reaction action to things, you know, to take a moment to let that sink in and pass through you as opposed to retaliating immediately. You know, um, self-awareness is something that has, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, it has tone and, and, and uh, makes sure that that conversations that we have are appropriate with each other they're not you know they're not conversations that you know are meant to put you in front but conversations that are meant to be responsive so that people can trust us they respond immediately so self-awareness is the act of being able to be trusted so if you if you know yourself you can be trusted with yourself and you can be trusted with somebody else the second part of that another law has to do with um, and especially important for women is uh, social awareness i know men have so a lot of social awareness too but women far outflank men in their social awareness and uh, the first component of social competence is being able to control your emotion. So it's a foundational skill. And social awareness is our ability to accurately pick up on emotions in other people and understand what's really going on with them. And this often means perceiving what other people are thinking and feeling, even if we don't feel the same way. So it's easy to get caught up in our own emotions and forget to consider the perspective of other people. Social awareness ensures that we stay focused and absorb critical information from other people. So that's another law of uh, emotional success there. Listening and observing are the most important elements of social awareness. Um, self-awareness is what, you know, is about, uh, for men, is about self-management. And what that looks like, basically, is 
is is a proactive way to, um, in times of crisis and in, in, in forward momentum, to reveal what you know everyone's stressed about, to reveal what you know they're personally uh, thinking and and uh, and you know connecting with internally, so that you know uh, they learn to keep uh, certain situations. Um, inhibited so that they don't hurt other people's feelings or other things like that. They learn to become diplomatic. When they when you're self-managed, you become diplomatic. You don't do things to hurt other people or say things to hurt other people. If you have to get tough every once in a while, you do it, but it's done with total awareness of what the impact is going to be. So there's a great deal of, you know, um, uh, things that impact our vertical missions and our, our, our vertical uh, and verbal um, missions. Uh, you know, we we have cues that have been programmed into our subconscious, and and those cues trigger different kinds of things. So, with men, you know, who are emotionally who use the emotional laws of success, they are much more, you know. Um, cued into those kind of trigger experiences women are crude but they're 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 cued into those emotional those uh, trigger experiences more intel intellectually than women are which are cued into them as an emotional experience so so situations resolve themselves uh, in in urgent situations when you know we uh step into a calmer experience of what's going on. So, you know, in the in the negative side of that, you know, we have heightened emotions with intensity. We get a flurry of messages, and then we re- we react in a way that you know uh, sometimes can be something we regret or something that is, uh, you know. Um, um, overcompensated for the situation, you know, uh, not, not equal to the situation. So, um, you know, as we learn the strategies of self-management, which are basically to be, you know, uh, uh, um, share our vision, share our strategies, share our tactics and, and our mindset and our plans, you know, we, we, in our apprehensions and our expectations, you know, we, we become much more connected to other people. This is how we connect the dots by being able to share and then ask other people emotionally from a real trusted position of letting them be who they are, you know, what is it that's going on inside of them? So, you know, we have to see what things look like. So, this is one way also that success happens. Success happens by also managing our, our relationships. So we manage our relationships by how good we make other people feel and how good we make ourselves feel. And without without that basic core skill, you know, we, we have uh, difficulty in achieving what we want. So... You know, we have to be effective in our communication. We have to be effective in our action. We have to be effective in our strategies and our mindsets. And, you know, anyone who's overexcited about things or critical about things, which can only be, you know, good in a corrective matter, it can't be good in a accusative matter. When we, when we end judgment and end criticism, we come into a, a 
place of calm emotions, which allows us to, you know, be really empathetic with other people, feel the same as they do or see what they're seeing and feel what they're feeling so that we can respond in appropriate manners. Um, um, you know, having strong opinions is fine, you know, but if we're not emotionally tuned in, we tend to often dismiss others' thoughts and opinions and, you know, trailer our communication style um, in ways that want to be sort of a one-upsmanship. So we have to dig in um, through creating a emotional action plan in a way. So that becomes... Mm-hmm. Attaching our emotions to the to the to our most important desires, attaching our best emotions to our most most important desires. So when you say, you know, I want to make you know a hundred thousand dollars this month, you have to think of the best emotions that it takes. What do you have to feel to get there? Not what do you have to do to get there? Because what you have to do is a strategy, but you can't make the strategy effective unless you also feel it simultaneously. So. You know, a single cell can grow 15,000 connections with its neighbors, but we can only grow one or two at a time. So, you know, we have to transfer... we have to transfer our abilities to feel to other people in order to get their cooperation. So we have to. So that's emotional intelligence. If we can have other people's, you know, emotions, um, you know, uh, triggered to be collaborative and empathetic with us, then we get we basically get what we want, or we get other people to help us get what we want. So um, we have to transfer our our ability to communicate emotionally. We have to choose, you know, one of the strategies that I use to help people get better connected to their emotional uh, selves is to begin. Um, to learn a skill and to document what we're feeling every part of the way learning that skill. Also to choose a mentor that also has an emotional, um, has an emotional uh, uh, situations uh, that we, um, that we appreciate so that, you know, we want to, we want to feel good like that. We, and we have to keep following in mind as we, you know, apply our strategies to, to expect Success and what is success, you know, without feeling good? It, it's it's empty without feeling good. So, we have to practice, practice, practice. Those are some of the some of the major strategies. We have to practice feeling good. I mean, when I was first uh, very young, um, you know, my situation, my personal story was one in which, uh, you know, my emotions were hijacked at a very early age. And, Mm. you know, I never felt good. I lived my life for almost 30 years in sadness and depression and anger and fear. And those are all... I can relate to that. Yeah. First 30 years of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, so... so the the better we learn how to handle those things, our sadness, our anger, our fears, our you know things like that in emotional ways, the better, more effective we become. So, one of the great strategies is to be patient and to know what the fact that we want to infuse as much as we can with positive emotions and and with uh, uh, increasing our. Um, ability to to respond to situations so 
in order to do that most effectively, one of the great strategies I use is to measure, you know, our progress. We measure our progress. You know, we, 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 emotional, uh, emotional laws mean having emotional skills. And so if we keep a record of that, a small journal of that on a daily basis of what triggered us, what didn't trigger us and, and then how we, how we could have reacted if we didn't want, if we wanted to have the situation turn out differently than it did, you know, we start to become stronger. We start to become better. You know, the more it rolls around in our head that we are, um, you know, dealing, uh, with, um, what goes through us rather than what happens to us, then the more ability we have to deal with things. And, you know, uh, we create a skill and we create strategies and we create, you know, timelines of, and we create mentors. We create people who, or we find mentors to help us along these, uh, these pathways, you know, we start, we, we quit treating our feelings as good or bad. We start to treat them as things that just happen through us. We observe the ripple effect from our emotions. We start to lean into our, you know, into our discomfort as opposed to avoiding them and suppressing them. We start to to feel our emotions physically so that we know what is actually going on in our bodies. We start to know who and what pushes our buttons. We start to watch ourselves like a hawk. (laughs) We keep a journal about our emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not fooled by bad moods or good moods or anything like that. We start asking. Yeah. So, you know, we visit our values on a regular basis and that's how we get to know ourselves and we get to, you know, be stronger under challenges and stresses you know so we figure out you know what we will personally gain from learning these skills and then uh we change our inner narrative uh to a supportive narrative and self-talk and you know asking ourselves uh questions that invoke you know our joy as opposed to questions that that of what's yeah. wrong but what's but rather looking at what's right and what's good you know at least as much as possible we, it's not to be unaware of what's wrong but it's but it is to you know become much more connected to what is the better part of the experience that we're having rather than what is the difficult part. Absolutely. Well, Harrison, we, you know, we're towards the uh, end of the show here and, and you have shared some powerful information here that has truly enlightened the listeners here and those that will be listening uh, on demand later today, going forward again, those that had joined us halfway through uh, again, you know, feel free to, uh, tune into this show later today in its entirety. There's just a wealth of information here. I'm sure, you know, Harrison, you could go on for a while, but I just wanted to give about a minute that you could just share with the listeners where people can contact you and learn more about you and anything that you would like to provide to them. Yeah, thank you for that, Chris. Um, you know, the ability to acquire new skills and knowledge quickly and and continuously is crucial to our success. The ability to manage our emotions is crucial to our success. So I have a program that I created called the I Am Effect. Um, the I Am Effect uh, yeah. is something that you can find out more about if you'd like, and that you can do that through uh, tinyurl.com, I am forward slash I Am Effect. 
So it is, um, I am. And we'll make sure to put that in the notes so people can uh, have that link, uh, Harrison. So that would be perfect. And you can, so we, do, I, you can also do, um, I have, a, some, I have a, a whole host of programs that you can find at IamHarrisonKleinInternational.com. Wow. And this if, is, if, you're, if you're all at all interested in leadership, uh, you know, you could go to the to my World Leadership Academy thing called Excelsior um, uh, Mentorship.com. Beautiful. I <laughs> want to thank you, Harrison, for joining us today. I can't thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be with us. Guess we, you know, we wouldn't be here if it was for you. We, we're here to deliver content with experts like Harrison Klein here. And we'll be back next Thursday with another episode to deliver value that takes your business and personal life to another level. Thank you for joining us and we'll be back next week. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.